Welcome to How to Live Cancer-Free with Bill Henderson, best-selling author of three books on healing cancer successfully. Now, here's Bill Henderson. Hello, folks. Thanks for listening in today to How to Live Cancer-Free. You're going to get some very useful information today, and one of the reasons is a gentleman named Tom Calarco who is going to help you to learn some up-to-date information about the cancer in the news and other subjects he may want to bring to you. Tom's an interesting gentleman. He's 64 years old. He's a author of five books on uh, the Underground Railway of uh, helping uh, slaves and so on back in the Civil War period. Very interesting gentleman. He has his own show here on Web Talk Radio, but he's also very, very interested in natural healing and has uh, volunteered to take over the portion of the show here where we bring you up-to-date information, and Tom's going to do that, and I suggest strongly that you listen to him. You'll enjoy it. So thank you, folks, for listening, and stay tuned. Thanks, Bill. As Bill says, there are many ways to cure cancer. Many are herbal remedies that have been passed down through the years. Some are new treatments discovered in the lab. One that has shown promise is DCA, sodium dichloroacetate. A report came out in 2007 that researchers at the University of Alberta, Canada had found that DCA, which has been used to treat children born with metabolic problems, was useful in shrinking tumors. What was especially important is that it is totally non-toxic. DCA is taken orally and can be easily absorbed in the body and can reach areas in the body that other drugs cannot, making it possible to treat brain cancers, for example. I think DCA can be selective for cancer, said Dr. Evangelos Michalakis, one of the doctors who conducted the study, because it attacks a fundamental process in cancer development that is unique to uh, cancer cells. One of the really exciting things about this compound is that it might be able to treat many different forms of cancer. However, there is concern that this treatment may never be available because the compound can't be patented. And as you might have already surmised, if it can't be patented, there isn't enough money to be made. After five years, no follow-up trials have yet been completed. However, a quick check of the National Cancer Institute website, clinicaltrials.gov, shows two clinical trials using DCA for cancer treatment in progress and one that is recruiting subjects. The next film in our series about the cancer industry is Cut, Poison, Burn, produced by Wayne Chester and Louis Semino. The film's message is that our freedom to choose medical care in the U.S. is rapidly eroding, and there is no better illustration of this than in the cancer industry. It also has a brief segment mentioning DCA. The film starts off with footage of President Nixon declaring war on cancer on January 22, 1971, when he asked Congress for $100 million to find a cure. It segues to the feature story around which the message is attached, that of the Navarro family and their four-year-old son Thomas, who has brain cancer. There also are several other personal stories intertwined as well. Navarro had surgery, and his parents were under advice to have him undergo radiation. 
However, when faced with this decision, they were amazed and disheartened to learn the many side effects of the procedure, including hearing loss, blindness, spinal growth deficit, mental retardation, secondary tumors, and hardening of the brain, the last of which also can lead to death. And of course, they refused to sign, and this led to their prosecution by their own doctor for child neglect. The film moves back and forth from this story and others to interviews with healthcare professionals discussing the inability of conventional treatment to cure cancer and instead offering brutal and painful treatments with no or little better survival rates than no treatment at all. As the other films illustrated, because the drug companies are making billions with conventional treatments, they have no reason to find a cure. An illustration of their callousness in the film is a reference to the pap smear test which saves thousands of William annually with early detection but which was suppressed for 29 years before its use was approved. Despite $3 trillion invested in treatment and research since the 1970s, the film illustrates there has been no significant progress and yet more will die of cancer in the next three years than in all American wars since the American Revolution. In 1992, the National Institute of Health established the Office of Alternative Medicine. Former Congressman Berkeley Bedell, who was on the Oversight Committee, said, however, that the FDA wouldn't test alternative treatments. As in the other films, the suppression of effective cancer treatments that has been going on for decades is discussed. It highlights this with the story of Stanislaw Brzezinski, who fled Poland in 1970 and opened a successful cancer treatment in Houston using the anti-neoplastin treatment he had invented and whom the Navarros wanted to treat their son but were blocked from doing by the FDA because of restrictions they had placed on Brzezinski. This was after 13 years of persecution during which the Texas Medical Board and the FDA confiscated Brzezinski's records and attempted but failed to prosecute him for alleged criminal behavior. Footage from the hearings was shown, including testimonies of patients whom doctors had given up but whom Brzezinski had cured, as well as testimony of National Cancer Institute official Dr. Nicholas Petronas, who had been part of an NCI team that examined Brzezinski's cases and said anti-neoplastins was the best cancer treatment he had ever seen and called it amazing. The FDA lost every prosecution, yet it put anti-neoplastins on the unapproved methods list and put a restriction that anyone who went to Brzezinski first had to undergo conventional treatment before they would approve it. An interesting digression was an interview with Shane Ellison, a research chemist whose job was to improve the safety of the breast cancer drug tamoxifen produced by AstraZeneca. During his work, he found the drug actually caused cancer, increasing the patient's risk of developing uterine cancer. When he asked his supervisors that if they couldn't improve the safety of the drug, would it be taken off the market? He was told that $6 billion was at stake, and that was too much money to even consider this. 
The Navarros fought their doctor and pleaded their case to the FDA through Congressman Dan Burton of Indiana to allow their son to be treated by Brzezinski. Burton also drew up a Patients Rights Act that allowed more freedom for patients to choose their health care and presented it to Congress, but it failed to get the necessary support to put it to a vote. In the meantime, they brought Thomas to a clinic in Mexico for alternative treatment. Unfortunately, it was not successful, and his, his tumor continued to grow. Not being permitted to go to Brzezinski's clinic, they finally consented to allow Thomas to undergo conventional chemotherapy. But instead of arresting cancer, it caused a proliferation of tumors on his spine. It was then, when his case was hopeless, that they were able to go to Brzezinski. But there was little he could do, and Thomas Navarro died soon after. After all these years of suppression, the FDA has nevertheless approved clinical trials for Brzezinski's treatment. But no federal money is being allocated for these tests, which cost millions of dollars. A quick review of clinicaltrials.gov shows 61 studies listed for antineoplastins. One study has been completed, several withdrawn, and the rest show an unknown status. All are being sponsored and funded by Brzezinski's Institute, probably because a very early clinical trial, not under his supervision, refused to follow his protocol, intentionally, he believes, and used the results to claim the inefficacy of his treatment. Near the conclusion of the film, Congressman Bedell strongly sounds the alarm that because politicians are beholden to their contributors and because the drug companies are contributing millions of dollars to their campaign funds, they are able to maintain this tyranny over our health care. Go to Cut Poison Burn, that's one word, cutpoisonburn.com to see this poignant film. This is Tom Calarco. Be sure to listen to my show on webtalkradio.net from slavery to freedom, on which we unlock the mysteries of the Underground Railroad and recall tales from the Civil War. Until next week, stay healthy, my friends. Well, hello, folks. It's Bill Henderson with How to Live Cancer Free. You're going to enjoy the show coming up here, I'm quite sure. It's one of the best that I've done over the last three and a half years, and while I'm getting my new book ready to publish, uh, it's taking me a lot of time to do this and also working on another project that I'm trying to get ready uh, in the next couple of months. You'll enjoy this show dramatically, and I want you to listen in, and make sure you come back next week as well. We'll have a, another great show for you lined up, so stick around, folks. You'll like this one. I'm going to bring you a lot of good information today, and I want you to stay tuned for the interview I'm going to do later with Dr. Robert Rowan. He is one of the most prominent, really wonderfully competent holistic physicians that I've ever known and I've read his newsletter for quite some time it's called second opinion uh, and we'll tell you how to subscribe to that later in the show but uh, I want you to listen to the interview with him because he's got some great information for you it's uh, it's actually a uh, encore performance of one I, I did with him earlier and uh, I think you'll like it because it it has a lot of information about healing pain and taking care of cancer in general and his opinion about uh, other doctors and how they how they treat you and so on. Uh, I think you'll find this a very interesting interview. 
If you don't know about me, hey, take a look at my website. It's called beatingcancergently.com. There are hyphens between the words. You can find a lot of information there. A short course, uh, six articles or so that I've written about uh, how I feel about cancer. Uh, there's something called uh, the newsletter archive page where you've got two years worth of my newsletters you can read. Uh, there's a page on the coaching service that I do on the telephone for people who've read my book. And then, of course, if you agree with my approach, you can buy my book in either an ebook format or a paperback format, either one. And you'll get uh, a lot of great information. I've gotten uh, lots of uh, compliments on this book from just today from a MD, a great doctor who seems to be very much of a holistic physician. And he's told me it was uh, the best book he'd read on this subject. So I really, I really value that kind of feedback. Obviously, it's wonderful. Well, the first thing I take in the morning, as most of you know, is called transfer point beta-glucan. And I suggest any one of you do the same thing because it's going to help your immune system to stay strong and to keep you away from any kind of virus or other problems with your immune system. If you have been diagnosed with cancer, this is an essential part of your recovery. And this is the best product I've found for boosting the immune system. And I'm familiar with at least three dozen other products which do not measure up to this one. The beta-glucan goes into your system in your small intestines and it goes through the stomach because it is insoluble deliberately. And it gets into the small intestines and into the lymph system and it charges up the neutrophil cells to recognize cancer cells. And believe me, about 60% of your immune system are neutrophil cells. So you want these fighting cancer and this product uniquely does that. To get some of this, you need to go to aboutbetaglucan.com, put a forward slash the word be special and you'll get a special discount for listeners to this show. If you want to call Phyllis or Michael in Atlanta, it's 1-800-746-7640. Outside the United States area, 678-560-1808. Well, the second thing I take in the morning is about eight or nine of the little green barley power pills. And I know these are key to my health at age 77, going on 78. And I feel wonderful. I just finished playing a round of golf today in the in the sun in California, it was a little hot. It's starting to warm up here, but it was a wonderful day, a beautiful day. But I feel good, and I have a lot of energy because of the things I take. And one of them I would not miss every day is barley power pills. These come from Green Supreme Incorporated in Pennsylvania. And believe me, they are the most efficient way to get every enzyme in your human body working and to keep your body alkaline. And if you are a cancer patient, again, you should probably be taking about 20 of these little green pills a day. I take only eight or nine, and I think anyone should take at least that many for maintenance. To get some of these, you want to go to 1-800-358-0777. Outside the U.S., call area 724-946-9057. Their website is greensupreme.net. Well... My wife and I have been trying a new product from Our Health Co-op called Constant Health. And I suggest you get some of this. It's a great powder that they've put together that has a lot of properties that you, every one of us need, including help to your immune system, of course, but also your liver, your intestines, and lots of nutrients for fighting disease in general and detoxifying agents and fiber. It's a wonderful product. You can add it as we have done, I've done this frequently over the last few weeks, 
adding it to the cottage cheese flaxseed oil smoothie I make for my wife and I every morning. And I've been doing that for about six and a half years now, and believe me, it is one reason that I'm as healthy as I am. So try that, both the cottage cheese and flaxseed oil, which is excellent, but try adding constant health to it. You can get this at the makinghealthaffordable.com website, which is the Our Health Co-op website. And, of course, you can call their order desk at 1-800-667-0781 or outside the U.S. area 561-863-5300. Well, I want to talk about some cancer in the news today, and I'm going to tell you a little later about uh, finding out what I think happened to me a couple of weeks ago when I experienced the flu and why, why I think I got it. I think I finally nailed that thanks to one of my readers that sent me some information on this. It's really very interesting. But first I want to talk to you about something for the men in the audience, uh, particularly men between the ages of 50 and, and 70s, like where I am, about 78 and so on. You know, in those age groups, you're always concerned about prostate cancer. And if you're going to a urologist, as I am occasionally, you're going to hear about some medications that they want to prescribe for you. Uh, one of them, of course, is called Proscar, P-R-O-S-C-A-R. Another one's called Avodart, A-V-O-D-A-R-T. You may have seen these advertised on TV. I know I have several times, and I've heard about them from my urologist. Well, a very interesting story appeared in a uh, health science Institute Alert, which I get uh, two or three of these a week from Jenny Thompson, a wonderful source of, of good uh, information. And she was talking about the drug Avodart and how it is supposed to lower your risk of prostate cancer. Well, not exactly. Uh, there is quite a bit of evidence now that uh, this drug is really not as good as it's cracked up to be. It's designed, this particular drug, to treat uh, an enlarged prostate like the one I have. The, the problem is called BPH, or benign prostatic hyperplasia, if you like long names. But there's been a study uh, published in the New England Journal of Medicine recently where uh, 3,300 men who were at high risk for prostate cancer were taking Avidart for four years. And there was another 3,420 men who were also at high risk who were taking a placebo. And the results of this were quite, a, 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 quite interesting. Uh, the relative risk of any level of prostate cancer in the, the group that was taking the Avidart was reduced by nearly 23%. And, of course, this was what the, the company that makes the Avidart, the, the pharmaceutical company, was looking for. But... Uh, Fairly, you know, that's why your doctor is encouraging you to take this if you're if you're going as I am uh, to to a urologist. But this uh, study is something I'm going to show to my urologist and explain to him why I don't want to take this particular drug. Because if you look a little deeper at the results of what happened here, here are the facts. First of all, in years one through four, nearly all the subjects underwent a needle biopsy. So they, they had uh, a biopsy done of their prostate. And among the 3,299 men in the Avidart group, 220 tumors were detected with moderate to high Gleason scores. This is the system that rates the aggressiveness of tumors for, for men in the prostate. So that was 220 out of the men taking the Avidart. 
of the almost exactly equal group who were taking a placebo, there were 233 tumors detected which were moderate to high Gleason score. So almost exactly the same numbers because there was a slightly larger group in the placebo group than in the Avidart group. But during years 3 and 4, 12 tumors with high Gleason scores were discovered in the Avidart group but only one in the placebo group. Very interesting. So when it comes to aggressive tumors of the type that really you are concerned about and need treatment for, Avodart does not appear to reduce the risk at all. In fact, not at all. And of course there are side effects from taking the Avodart, which is normal. Uh, sexual dysfunction is one of them. Uh, and of course the, the thing that they never mention in this study is that the men in the Avidart group were nearly twice as likely to experience heart failure compared to the placebo group. So, gentlemen, I would certainly turn this one down if I were you. There was considerable more uh, evidence in this article, uh, particularly a, a statement by a distinguished service professor of urology at Baltimore's John Hopkins School of Medicine. Dr. Patrick Walsh, who is an MD and, and is on the staff at, at Johns Hopkins. Here's what he said about these two drugs, both Proscar. He was talking about both Proscar and Avodart. And he said they do not prevent prostate cancer, but merely temporarily shrink tumors that have a low potential for being lethal. And they do not reduce the risk of a positive biopsy in patients who have have an elevated PSA level. He, he also says that uh, men will believe that it prevents cancer, will be pleased that their PSA levels fall, and will not understand the potential danger they're in of undiagnosed high-grade disease. Well, you take that, that along with the risk of, of heart failure, and believe me, the last thing I think you want to take is one of these drugs, folks. So think about it. and. Uh, Look this up on the internet. It's available if you want to take a look at the HSI website. Well, the, the gentleman that I interview later in this show, Dr. Robert Rowan, has a, a weekly newsletter called Second Opinion. And in one of the May issues that I received from him, he was talking about cancers that don't, do not require treatment, that you should never treat. And of course, what he's talking about is that the cancers that are discovered with most of the tests that are done on women, particularly mammograms, and he and I talk about that during the interview, but also the PSA test on men. And what he's saying basically is that there is over-treatment of these now, of both breast tumors and prostate cancer, because these tests discover things that would heal themselves naturally that would go away and believe me one of the statistics that's very interesting is that while there are a lot more breast tumors being discovered earlier there is still no reduction in the loss of uh, women due to breast cancer and the the uh, the aggressive tumors in breast cancer are still at the same level they were at uh, before they were doing so many mammograms so hey you know, if they were reducing the effect of the breast tumors and the uh, the uh, aggressive tumors that occur later in women, 
don't you think that uh, the mammogram thing would have resulted in a reduction of that? Well, it hasn't, unfortunately. Th this is something that Dr. Rowan is very well informed about. He says, I've never been a fan of cancer screening. This finding is exactly the reason why. I've always been of the opinion that cancers come and go depending on your overall health and your immune system's health. I don't think that conventional treatment does much at all. For a cancer that is going to be lethal, I believe that it will still be lethal no matter what conventional medicine does. In fact, I think a lot of the cancer cases cured, in quotes, by conventional medicine would have gone away on their own. So conventional medicine gets undeserved applause. Well, the statistics for the healing using conventional cancer are in the 2 to 3% range, folks, and I don't like those odds, frankly. Uh, and those are probably uh, the result of cancers that would have healed themselves no matter what was done, including nothing at all. In fact, there was a famous University of California cancer researcher and scientist. This is back in the 1960s, and he discovered through studying about 7,500 cancer cases that those who did no treatment at all survived four times longer than those who did all kinds of cancer treatment, particularly conventional cancer treatment. So just a word to the wise, folks. Well, I want to tell you about something that I learned this week that was very interesting about what the probable cause was of the uh, flu experience that I had about two weeks ago that I talked to you about last week. And I I put it in my April newsletter if you want to read that. But uh, look at my April newsletter in the at the beatingcancergently.com website at the newsletter archive page. It's, it's there. But anyway, what happened to me, I, I healed myself with a massive dose of vitamin D when I got the flu on the 15th of April. And no connection with income tax day, by the way. But uh, <laughs> I healed myself completely in about five hours using a, a huge dose of vitamin D. But what I had done in the two weeks previous to that, which apparently brought it on because it was about the only change I made in my, my daily habits, I had started trying to use whey protein and cod liver oil instead of cottage cheese and flaxseed oil to try out a substitute, which I had read something about, and I told my readers that I was going to try it for them and, and report the results, and I did that. Well, the results were the, the onset of the flu after about two weeks of, of eating this whey protein and cod liver oil mixture, and what I discovered this week, thanks to one of my alert readers, is that there has been a considerable amount of study showing now that the vitamin A, which is very heavy in most cod liver oil recipes on the market, that the, the high level of, of vitamin A in that virtually eliminates the effects of vitamin D on your cells, which is a wonderful prevention of virus infections like flu and cold and so on. Uh, the vitamin D is wonderful for that, but when you take too much vitamin A, as you do when you take cod liver oil as an adult, and Dr. Mercola, by the way, has reported on this in, in detail in his newsletter. You can look it up at mercola.com if you like. Look for the reports on vitamin D. The, the most recent one is in the middle of March where he talks about the vitamin D being uh, an essential part of healing cancer, but also prevention of cancer. 
but also saying that vitamin A uh, in excess in the body offsets the effects of vitamin D. And apparently that's what happened to me because the cod liver oil I was taking every day for two weeks with the whey protein as a substitute for my cottage cheese flaxseed oil daily regimen is what made me sick. Apparently it uh, reversed the effect of the vitamin D on my cells and made them vulnerable to the virus and that's why I got the flu. And of course taking massive doses of the vitamin D fended it off in just a few hours. And as I mentioned to you last week, my 28-year-old grandson had the same effect as I did where he uh, took a, a massive dose of vitamin D on my recommendation and got over the flu in a matter of a few hours. So th this is very important information, folks, and I think it would be helpful to you to keep it in mind uh, and keep your uh, stock of vitamin D up in the cabinet. Take it every day as a prevention, but if you get any kind of a viral infection, somewhere around 200,000 or so of vitamin D uh, taken over a, a two or three hour period will get you over it, believe me, because I've seen it happen twice now to me and my grandson within a, a space of a week. So, the word to the wise, folks. Well, I have four wonderful sponsors to this show now. The most recent one is the organization you heard about last week, if you listen to the radio show, when I interviewed Chris Brunson, the owner of a company called Atmos H2O USA, which is uh, a company that distributes, among other things, a water generator that makes water out of the air, folks. They're not hooked up to the home water system or any other water system. It literally takes the air in your home, condenses it into water, and presents you with the most wonderful, the purest and best tasting water I have ever tasted from the cold water portion and the hottest, nice hot water of the same type uh, for your tea and your coffee and your soup and so on uh, from the same unit. Uh, this is a wonderful, wonderful unit. Now, Chris has offered a discount to listeners to this show, folks, so listen up here. What he's offering you now is a nice discount of $100 off of the normal price of this unit plus free shipping. So the shipping itself usually runs, because it's a fairly heavy thing, usually runs a couple of hundred dollars. So you're getting a good discount here, and you want to pay attention because it's called the Atmos H2O Fitness Series, the one I have, and it includes alkalinized, ionized water of the best type I've ever tasted, completely filtered with minerals, pump back into the water so it's not you know just like pure distilled water uh, and it's really completely wonderfully clean water there is nothing in it there's never never been chlorine uh, fluoride or anything else added to it because it's simply coming out of the air in your home uh, it's a wonderful unit my wife loves it now she just got home from Spain yesterday and she started drinking it and she says boy this is wonderful water and she has been a, an advocate of bottled water for some years now. And just a, a saving on that, if we can convert her to this thing, believe me, we'll pay for it in, in no time at all. The number to call to get uh, information about this and talk to Chris or one of his people about the discount, and be sure to tell them you came from, from uh, my radio show, 
The number to call is 877, this is a toll-free number, 877-511-SMART, 511-SMART, with an 877 in front of it. This is in Florida, in Boca Raton, and they'll be glad to talk to you about this unit. Believe me, you'll want to get one of these. It's a wonderful, wonderful unit, and one of the best things that I've added to my home in the last 30 years or so. Well, if you're taking barley power from Green Supreme Incorporated, your body is going to be alkaline if it's not already, and it's going to stay that way. And that's because this product is the best stuff I have found that takes the barley properties, which include every enzyme in the human body, all 3,000 of them, plus a great dose of alkalinity, and it puts it in your body. And you can do this every day. If you don't have cancer, you certainly can take uh, six or eight of these every day, and that'll be enough to keep your alkalinity going strong. Uh, the people at Green Supreme will sell you some pH testing strips that you can use to test your saliva every morning, and you can tell if your alkalinity is okay, and they'll talk to you about that. Uh, a wonderful source of healthy stuff that has healed people of cancer who've done nothing but take this product. Believe me, I don't recommend you do that and rely on any one thing, but this is a wonderful uh, healing supplement in, in small form in a, in a green pill, and you'll love it. If you want to get some of this, you can go to their website, which is greensupreme.net, or you can call them in western Pennsylvania at 1-800-358-0777. They ship all over the world, so if you're outside the U.S., call area 724 9469057. Be sure and tell them I sent you and that you need the special deal for cancer patients. Well, as you know, the first thing I take in the morning is called transfer point beta glucan. And believe me, the reason I take this is because my immune system, except for that little bout with the flu, and I think I understand what happened there, but otherwise it's been perfect ever since I've taken this. And and I've, you know, been very, very exposed to things uh, from people who've had all kinds of uh, degenerative conditions, uh, flu and colds and everything, and I've gotten none of it since I've been taking this. So I'm, my immune system is very strong. The way to get some of this product, the uh, beta-glucan, it's, uh, it's called transfer point beta-glucan, and it's very special, by the way. Uh, there are no other beta-glucan products that I know of, even some that have tried to copy this, that are even close to it. And this has been tested in independent labs and proven to be true. So I really trust this product to get your immune system built up as, as quickly as possible. You can get some of this at betterwayhealth.com, which is their website. Uh, or you can call them in Atlanta. It's 1-800-746-7640 or Again, they ship all over the world, so if you're outside the U.S., call area 678-560-1808. Well, the folks at Our Health Co-op have been friends of mine for about the last eight years or so, and it's because the products they sell have been so attractive to the people I've worked with because of the price and the quality. The quality is the highest, the price is the lowest of any uh, any source of supplements that I know of, and that's pretty unusual. You, you normally have to pay more to get the high quality, but not with these folks. Uh, their prices are unbelievable. The Heart Plus and Green Tea Extract I recommend for stopping the spread of cancer, which is very effective, 
costs less than about $21 a month for both products, not just one, but both of them for around $20 to $21 a month. Unbelievable. And it's very, very uh, well uh, tested. All the products they have are sent to an, an independent lab that tells them that the product has exactly what it says on the container, which is very, very important, by the way. You can call them in Florida, if you like, at 1-800-667-0781. Outside the United States, again, they ship all over the world, is area 561-863-5300. The website, if you prefer online ordering, is makinghealthaffordable.com, just the way it sounds, no punctuation, makinghealthaffordable.com. Well, stay tuned now, folks. I've got Dr. Robert Rowan coming up, who has a great message for you, and you'll love it. Well, hi, folks. I'm back, and I have an interesting guest for you today. He's uh, a gentleman that I think many of you have heard of because he's a very, very prominent holistic physician, an MD that has done a lot of work in the area of medical freedom for all MDs and, and other types of medical professionals. Dr. Robert Rowan is a Phi Beta Kappa graduate of Johns Hopkins University and a graduate of the University of California San Francisco School of Medicine. He currently lives in Santa Rosa, not too far from me. But he's an internationally prominent doctor for his work in the field of complementary and alternative medicine. And he became affectionately known as the father of medical freedom for his work in Alaska to help doctors practice medicine the way they chose to. And this has been a very important uh, part of his career. He did this in the late 1980s and, and actually had the legislation passed in 1990 in Alaska because of his efforts. And there was a lot of opposition from conventional medicine to what he was doing, but he got it done anyway. They actually imported a quack buster to try and intimidate him, but he persisted and got the legislation passed. He's now in California. He's uh, obviously interested in having the same kind of liberal nature here, but we'll talk a little bit about that. He's pursued a lot of disciplines. Uh, since 1983, he's studied and written on nutritional medicine, chelation therapy, oxidation therapy, homeopathy, and herbal medicine. He's taken intensive training in neurotherapy and prolotherapy to help treat and eliminate acute and chronic pain. So he is internationally known and respected because he's trained hundreds of open-minded physicians like himself in, in all of these techniques, and they've been from all over the world. If you've read his Second Opinion newsletter, you know what a wide variety of knowledge he has. Welcome, Dr. Rowan, and thanks so much for sharing with our listeners your vast knowledge today. Thank you. It's an honor to be with you. Well, thank you. And you know, one of the most frequent questions I get from cancer patients, and I talk to two or three people a day about their cancer, and I kind of give them a, a little coaching, although I'm, I'm not a medical professional, as you know. I'm just kind of a researcher and a, a reporter, but I try to help people get their their stuff in order about what caused their cancer and how to deal with it. But one of the questions I get is, how do I treat my pain without taking the harsh chemicals that most people need to take for that? That's a great question. I am not against anybody taking anything for pain for cancer, and I will give them whatever they need. I, I don't want anybody to suffer, and I don't believe they should. So if somebody needs a narcotic, I give it. However, narcotics have problems. When you take a narcotic, you actually suppress your immune system. Right. 
So if you take a narcotic, you're basically saying, and, and I don't want your listener to take this the wrong way, you're basically saying, I give up, and I'm going to make myself comfortable, which you should do if you've got a terminal cancer and there's nothing else to do. Sure. But if you really want to fight this cancer, it would, in my opinion, it's best not to take it. And I'll give you an example. There's a uh, drug called naltrexone. Yeah. And some doctors are giving low-dose naltrexone at night before you go to bed, 4.5 milligrams. It's a narcotic antagonist. Okay. And while you don't feel anything from it because you're using low-dose, it actually blocks your brain's production of narcotics, endorphins, for about four to six hours. And then when it wears off, the brain makes a burst of these to make up for it, which activates the immune system. Oh, so. So if you're taking narcotics, then you're blocking this brain-white blood cell communication. Yeah, I see. So how do we deal with pain other than narcotics? And it, that, I'll be honest with you, it's not easy. Yeah, I agree. There are natural anti-inflammatories one can take. Yeah. I happen to like the bioflavonoids. Yeah, there are okay. some really potent ones. Yeah, what what would be some names that you would you would pick if you were in this situation? Well, uh, there's several. Quercetin is one. Bioflavonoids from blueberry or bilberry is another. Okay. From uh, alginol or cenol, which you can go on the internet and read about. This is from um, from the seaweed, Echonia yeah. cava. Um, <clears throat> there's a whole list, litany. Resveratrol is a, is a terrific one. Resveratrol? Absolutely yeah. terrific. Yeah, resveratrol. It comes in, in pill form, I think, too, right? right? Concentrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even my publisher carries it. I'll be darned. Okay. And uh, in my opinion... The more of this you take, probably the better, because I think these have specific anti-cancer properties as well. Yeah. Other things you can do is take systemic proteolytic enzymes. Okay. These dissolve inflammation and also may have a direct attack on the cancer, too. Okay. Pancreatic enzymes from pork. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm not a vegetarian when it comes to helping people. <laughs> yeah, right. The proteolytic enzymes are wonderful, and uh, and some people deal with the at least the, uh, the several of them trypsin, chymotrypsin, et cetera. That exactly. Kind of uh, and the, the low dose naltrexone you mentioned, I, I have talked to people about, on this show about that occasionally, but uh, it, it has to come from a compounding pharmacy, as I recall, does it not? Generally, yes. Yeah. And it, it's a special kind of, of naltrexone. So if you ask your druggist about it, they can either tell you where to go to get it, or they might be able to do it themselves for you. It's a, a special form of the naltrexone that's called low-dose naltrexone. Anyway, right. so those are some ideas, folks, and you might want to look into some of those for pain treatment. Bill, I got another one. Yeah, sure. If you need to use a drug... Here is where I bend, and even yesterday I gave a prescription for a COX-2 inhibitor called Celebrex. Celebrex, okay. Now, Biox was taken off the market because it induced heart attack, and if you take any of these drugs long enough, it's, it could mess up your vascular system. Right. However, on the, the, the way it messes up your vascular system is by inhibiting blood vessel growth. I see. So you could potentially use a COX-2 inhibitor not only to reduce your pain, right. but to impede blood vessel growth. 
And that's one of the ways that these bioflavonoids, like curcumin, also work. They are COX-2 inhibitors. The bioflavonoids have no downside, unlike the drug. Yeah. But if you have to take a drug, you can take the drug. Yeah, sure. Yeah, curcumin is a good, uh, good one for all kinds of cancer treatment. And it's perfectly natural, folks. It's, uh, it's kind of a, a spice in a way. Uh, it, it's something that's readily available, and you might look for that, uh, certainly. Well, that's, that's some very, very helpful information. I appreciate that. You, uh, we talked a little bit earlier when we, we talked uh, a week or so ago about oxidation therapy. I'm sort of vaguely familiar with that, but can you, can you describe to us what that means? Oxidation therapy involves the use of one of three modalities, major modalities, and there's some oral ones too, that induce um, oxidation in the body. Now, there's a process called oxygenation, which is getting oxygen into your body and distributed, and oxidation is a biochemical process that goes beyond that that encourages metabolism. It encourages a transfer of electrons. Just getting oxygen in there is a help because you need oxygen for this, but you also need to burn the oxygen. Yeah. With oxidation therapy, the three modalities are intravenous hydrogen peroxide, ozone therapy, and ultraviolet blood irradiation therapy. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about those a little bit. Uh, I mean, I've I've talked to a lot of people about you know, oxygen and so on. They, they talk about ozone treatments and, and uh, you know, oxygen of various kinds. And what I found, it seems to me, and see if you agree, is that most people, their problem is the cells are not taking up enough oxygen. You know, most people have oxygen in, enough in their bloodstream, but they don't, the cells don't take it up because they're getting clogged up with whatever we put on the cell membrane in the way of undigested proteins and all the other stuff from our diets and what have you, uh, toxins and so on. So, But the oxidation therapy is actually getting to the bottom line, which is uh, cellular uptake of oxygen. Is that right? Well, we've seen data that comes from European research that you actually get more oxygen consumption and greater production, uh, um, greater metabolism of lactate and pyruvate. Uh If you're burning pyruvate and lactate, that means you're getting mitochondrial metabolism to make energy, and that's crucial for any problem, no matter what it is. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about some of the methods for doing the oxidation therapy then. What would be the first one, you think? The cheapest is intravenous hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, okay. Um, It it doesn't take a lot of uh, materials or equipment for that. The downside to intravenous peroxide is it's very it, it can be hard on veins. Right. And I've seen veins disappear, and for that reason, I don't use peroxide that much. Yeah. I do use it, but not much, simply because I want to protect veins. Yeah. The two that I like the best are ozone therapy and ultraviolet blood irradiation. Okay. As far as impact on vein, they're about equivalent. There's no deleterious impact that I've seen other than a, a needle stick. Yeah, okay. Stick a vein enough, then you'll cause problems. Yeah. Um, both of them are fairly comparable in their efficacy. Some people seem to respond better to one than another. They have similar effects. They encourage oxygen consumption. They encourage greater production of antioxidant enzymes like SOD, catalase, glutathione peroxidase. 
if you want to build up muscle, what do you have to do? You have to pump iron to build up your muscles. Right. When you do oxidation, you are pumping the muscles of your antioxidant defenses. Yeah, I see. Okay. So it's a controlled stress, and these enzymes come back in force, and I believe it has, they have very strong anti-cancer properties as well. It improves cell signaling. These therapies have been shown to induce the production of very beneficial cytokines and interferons. Yeah. So what they do is they modulate the immune system. I see. Okay. Great. Modulate means if your immune system is overactive, yeah. it tones down the activity. I see. If it's underactive, it promotes the activity. Oh, that's great. Well, what the irradiation of the blood is an interesting uh, procedure. How is that done? We take about 200 cc's of blood, six, about six and a half ounces of blood. Mm-hmm. We take it out into a bottle or through a syringe, and we run it through an ultraviolet light. Okay. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, that uh, sounds pretty easy. But Okay, let me put you on the spot here a little bit. I, I live in California, as you do. And let's say I had cancer and I wanted to get one or more of these kind of treatments or talk to somebody about them who does them, who would I go to? You'd have to find a physician who does these types of therapies. Yeah. And admittedly, there's not a lot of them. Are they legal? I mean, is this something that any MD can do if he wants to? If they to? want to. Yeah, okay. It, it's, they're not going to get in trouble for treating cancer this way. Is that right? Well, yes and no. In California, you have more rights to terminate a 14-year-old minor has more rights to terminate an abortion, her pregnancy, uh-huh. without the permission of her mother right. than her mother does to get the treatment of her choice for her cancer. Yeah, and that's true. Unbelievable. Right. So if you go see a doctor, he will tell you, as I will tell you, I'm not treating your cancer. You go to an oncologist to get chemo poisons for your cancer or right. radiation. Yeah. I'm here to enhance your immune system. Yeah. And that means that that way you bypass this legal issue. Yeah, I see. Well, I, I just uh, talked earlier this week to a, a wonderful chiropractor up in Sacramento uh, who is doing wonderful work to healing lots and lots of people of all kinds of things, but he cannot advertise that he heals cancer, even though they're there was a lady in there from Germany when we were there on Monday, uh, another lady from, from the East Coast, and they were very happy with the treatment they were getting for their cancers. But this guy is uh, he's unique in a lot of ways, but a very interesting gentleman in Fair Oaks, California. But he cannot advertise that he heals cancer in any way or he'd be getting in trouble, unless unless he covers himself, as I have, and a couple of physicians that I know, with a procedure to become an Indian medicine man. We can talk about that more if you're interested, but this is perfectly legal, and what it does is cover the MDs, I know a couple of them, that have been through this process, and it's not very complex. They become an Indian medicine man in a tribe in Missouri called the Namenha Band, and I encouraged a bunch of physicians down in L.A. last month when I was talking to the, at the Cancer Control Society, to try and look into this because it really does cover you. Uh, basically, once you get this status, the only way you can be sued about anything or, or persecuted is through the world court, the the world court in the Hague in uh, Geneva. In other words, you are 
governed by the laws that govern Indian bands and tribes in this country, and you're completely covered from any harassment by the FDA or the AMA or the state medical boards or anybody else. Well, I've got a question for you. Mm -hmm. How could I do that if I'm not an Indian? You can do that because I've done it. I'm I'm certainly not an Indian, and the the two MDs that I know and and one DO that have done it uh, are not Indians either. Uh, This is a band that is run by a naturopathic doctor in Missouri who is a native Indian. And what he's developed is a procedure for uh, adopting any uh, holistic physician or anybody else like me, who's a researcher and so on, a writer, into their, the band, the Namenha band. And, you know, there are certain procedures you go through, nothing very complicated, and you pay them 250 bucks uh, when you apply. And they encourage you to donate something every year to them for their work and so on. But... What he's trying to do is protect as many holistic physicians as possible, not just in the United States, but anywhere, really. But uh, most of the people he's, do- he's helping, as I understand it, are in the United States. So this is just an interesting thing for people to look into. Anyone that's interested, certainly uh, just call me or, or send me an email. Uh, my email is youhealcancer at gmail.com, the letter U, heal, H-E-A-L, cancer, at gmail.com. Or you can call me at 1-800-551-6209, and I'll be glad to tell any doctors that you like that you you want uh, to have protected from harassment, which happens all the time, by the way, as you know, Dr. Rowan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can. I think I can help them. Anyway. Well, I like the idea, and after we're done, I'd like you to talk to me more about that, but I want to share with your listeners something else. I just got done writing a book, co-authoring a book, about how the government has been able to do all this to us. Yeah. And believe it or not, it's, this is going to just blow your mind. Mm-hmm. It's through the currency. The currency? Really? Yeah. Our book is called They Own It All, Including You. <laughs> Interesting title. They Own It All, Including You, and your listeners can go to the website New peopleorder.com Say that one again. New N-E-W N-E-W People Order N-E-W-P-E-O-P-L-E Order Order.com Okay, yeah. And if they don't have a computer then they can call uh, the printer. This book explains what's going on. Yeah, okay. It sounds great and I'm going to get a copy of that for sure. Sounds really interesting. Well, I, I do like to, you know, help as many of the holistic physicians as I can, like this doctor, we, we, uh, my wife and I spent the whole day, actually eight hours with him on Monday of, la- of this week, just learning all of the techniques he uses to diagnose people and use wonderful treatments and so on. And well, all of these are things everyone should know, but unfortunately, he can't get too visible or he gets hammered by the, the system, you know, and, and that's uh, just a, a huge uh, shame, in my opinion. So I want to help as many people as I can, including you, if I can, Dr. Rowan, to Thank you. protect yourself. So let's do that. Okay, I'll talk to you later about I it. I definitely appreciate that. No problem. Well, as you know, most cancer patients suffer from other degenerative conditions. I guess one of the most common is heart disease, uh, diabetes, of course, another one. Uh, 
if they don't have it when they start, they usually get the heart disease from the chemo, as you probably know. Uh, yeah. uh, so anything you can suggest for the, for the people with heart disease or who want to avoid it? Well, if you want to avoid it and you're getting chemo, then you, you need to do some things that the conventional guys might not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, although they will accept CoQ10. Right. If you're on doxorubicin or any of that line of drugs, you must, and I'm saying must, take a lot of coenzyme Q10 because that has been found to protect the heart. Right. And I would take at least 400 milligrams a day. My favorite form of CoQ10 is CoQH. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I hadn't heard of that one. It's, uh, is that a brand name? CoQH is reduced coenzyme Q10. Oh, I see. It's more readily absorbed. I, okay, it's what they call bioavailable, I guess. It's more, more bioavailable, so, yeah. correct. Okay, great. CoQH, folks, that sounds like a good product to look for. Is it? Is it something that you could look up on the Internet, for example? Uh, yes. Okay, great. Yeah, and that, that will help protect you from the heart disease because it is very common, folks, uh, for chemotherapy to affect your heart. Uh, unfortunately, the chemo drugs are very, very harsh. And that's one of the results of, of treatment, so-called treatment for cancer. So if you're going to insist on doing that, I try to talk people out of it, but I can't always do it. But uh, if you're going to insist on doing it the conventional way, at least protect yourself with some wonderful things like a good diet and some good supplements. But uh, CoQ10 or COQH, which uh, Dr. Rowan mentioned, are certainly great things to take at the same time to protect you because you almost have to protect yourself from the side effects of this stuff. And they're not really side effects anyway. They are effects. I mean, they happen, and everybody knows they happen, and there's some unpredictable things that happen too, including death from these kind of treatments. But the side effects that they talk about are really known effects of these drugs that are well documented. You can look any of the drugs up on the Internet, and you'll see all of these effects that come from them. So I don't really think they're side effects. I think they're actually what the drug does to you, and boy, watch it, folks. Anyway, and there's no need to do that. There's lots of documentation now on all of the stuff that we believe in, Dr. Rowan and I, and it works, people. It does reverse cancer of all kinds. And so let's let's look for that first. What I encourage people to do, Dr. Rowan, see see what you think about this. I encourage them to set a kind of a a time, a deadline, if you will, to make a decision about whether to do something else and to do some regimen. I have one in my book that seems to work for most people. There are others, lots of other regimens around that seem to work to reverse cancer. But take a couple of months, uh, give yourself a, a time out in the future to make a decision about whether to continue. And during that two months or so, test yourself and see if you're making progress. And uh, if you are, certainly continue what you're doing. If you're not, try something else. But, you know, there are at least 350 different natural treatments for cancer that I know about that have helped heal hundreds or thousands of people all, you know, in the last hundred years or so. So there's lots of stuff around to try. If you had cancer and were diagnosed with it today, Dr. Rowan, what would you do specifically to reverse it? Well, more important to me than that, I'll get back to that in a moment, is yeah. to prevent cancer. Yeah, sure. And I believe 90% of cancers can be prevented with the type of diet I endorse, 
which also will help treat it. So that said, if I developed a cancer, it would be hard for me to improve my diet because I'm already eating a raw food, organic, vegan diet. Yeah, sure. I do eat a little bit of dairy. So diet is important. Gerson showed that you can cure cancer many years ago right. with um, juicing and eating raw, organic, vegetarian foods. Now, it's harder today because we have a lot more toxins in the environment yeah. than we did back then. But it's still, um, diet's important. Detoxification is very important. I would be doing dry brush massage. I would be doing coffee enemas. I would be doing liver flushes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be trying to detox myself with heavy metals. Yeah, okay. Uh, I might take a far infrared saunas yeah. to help sweat out toxins and poisons, raise my body temperature. And so detox is the second step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would the... not take yeah. chemotherapy mm-hmm. except for certain, and I will admit, there's a few cancers I might consider chemotherapy for. Right. That might be testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. And there might be certain cancers that arise from bone or lymph that maybe I would consider. Yeah, they're, they're rare ones, but there are about half a dozen that I know yes. of that uh, the chemo does seem to, seem to help. So other than that, I wouldn't consider chemotherapy or radiation. Okay. I would con- I, so after I did diet and I did detox, then I would consider nutritional supplements, and I usually run through a, a litany of nutritional supplements for people. Right. And it, um, possibly intravenous therapies. And I also like to look at root canals. Yeah, good. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, one of the common causes I've found, and I've you know talked to enough people on the phone now that the patterns just seem to jump out at you about what the cause is here, what brought it on. And there seem to be three that seem to be prominent with almost everybody I talk to. Either you know one or more of these three seem to be covering why the cancer happened to them. And one of them, of course, is emotional stress and, and issues of things that happen to people, events and so on. But in most cases, it's some kind of stress period that uh, occurs and that damages their immune system with acid and so on, cortisol, what have you. The second one, though, is what you just mentioned. It's dental toxins. Uh, root canal teeth are probably the most common. 50 million of these done every year in the U.S. now, at least, maybe more than that. So most everybody I talk to has at least one. One lady had 13. Another lady had 11 of them. Uh, you know, we're saving the tooth at all costs, and that cost is frequently the person's life here. And And unfortunately... Most doctors, unlike you, Dr. Rowan, operate in a a universe they think is completely separate from the dental universe, and they don't examine dental histories with anybody, at least nobody I've ever talked to. What do you think about that? Dental history is important. If you walk into my office, I go through your teeth. I, I have seen people cured instantly of chronic intractable pain simply by taking care of their teeth. Yeah, here, and, here. and they come into my office crippled, and they walk out without any pain at all. Yeah. Instantly. I, oh, I've seen it so much. And they try everything, you know, conventional, alternative, nothing works. They may make a little progress, but they get to some kind of plateau where they can't get healed. They clean up their mouth, and they're well within weeks in most cases. Uh, they get the crap out of their mouth, <laughs> root canals, cavitations, mercury amalgam fillings, nickel alloys, and on and on. Yes. Anyway. And the root canals are dead teeth. Yeah, that's so right. So my analogy is if I tied off the artery to one of your organs, yeah. 
like your kidney, your ovary, your testicle, and it died, right. would you want that dead organ to stay in your body and decompose? Right. Think about yeah, that. Pretty good, pretty good analogy. I yeah, like that. that's what's happening with the tooth. Yeah, it's not as big an organ, but it doesn't take a lot of poison to poison you. Right. By the way, Bill, the phone number for the book, if people are interested, yeah. is eight six six three zero eight six two three five. Press option six, and the book is entitled "They Own It All." And I promise you, this book is going to blow your mind about how the government has done what it has done. Well, I will certainly get that one, and uh, and I hope lots of people will, too, because we we need to be aware of how we're getting taken to the cleaners here by our own government, folks. We will even give you your money back. Yeah, I'll believe that. Well, I also want to mention your newsletter, which I love, the Second Opinion Newsletter, and it's available. To subscribe to that, all you do is call one 800 728 2288, and uh, there are some of Dr. Rowan's articles that you can read uh, without even subscribing to the newsletter, but I'd strongly recommend you subscribe to it. To look up those articles, you can just do a Google search for Dr. Robert Rowan, R-O-W-E-N, and you will find a lot of information about him and, and articles he's written, which are all over the map of medicine, everything imaginable that, that he's written about. He's a wonderfully prolific author. And the book, I think folks are going to love the book. It's uh, They Own It All, Including You is the name of it, uh, published by New, well, the website is newpeopleorder.com. And the phone number, if you want to call, is 866-308-6235, 308-6235. have to press option and six. option six will get you, yeah, to that specific book. Well, what else would you tell a cancer patient now if you had just somebody right in your office and was advising them about how to proceed? It depends upon the particular type of cancer. We've seen some cancer patients, even stage four, stay alive for years with no progression. To be honest with you, that's my goal. Yeah. If If we could stop the cancer from invading and just get the immune system cranked up enough to make it a chronic disease so that you die of something else, We've done our job. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you can if you can stop its spread, you know, the folks don't realize this, but the thing that kills cancer patients, of course, is the spread of the cancer around to the different organs and getting it, you know, completely out of control and eating up your muscles and so on. What's called metastasis. Uh, and in most cases, if cancer can be stopped from spreading and growing and so on, the tumor itself usually is not a major problem. Is that? Do you agree? That's correct. Yes, and it, unless it's blocking your colon or, or invading your brain uh, inside the cranium with uh, something that's causing seizures every five minutes or something. But the, unfortunately, the cancer doctors approach this as... We're going to take on this tumor and get it out of your body at all costs, uh, whatever that is. Cut it out, burn it, poison it, however, to get rid of this thing that they seem to treat as something invading you from outer space or somewhere. Cancer tumors are a normal part of your cellular metabolism every day, are they not, Dr. Rowan? Yes. So It's being published, and I'm writing about this in my newsletter, all of us are getting cancer all of the time. Right. And, for example, one of the problems with mammograms, 
is, yes, they're detecting a lot more cancers. And I did, this was just in the Journal of the American Medical Association. I just got it yesterday. Really? And they had an article basically admitting that screening for cancer for prostate and breast is worthless. Yeah, I, sir, I heard that. I saw it in the news somewhere. Yeah, they, they had ahead one of the big guys in the American Cancer Society has just come forward and said that. Yeah, and so, they're they're even saying prostate screening is not uh, not worth the powder to blow it up. I guess. <laughs> well, if you get my newsletter, you find out a little bit more about prostate, which I'll explain yeah, and breast. Yeah. First of all. Mammograms are finding more breast cancers, but that doesn't mean they're saving lives because they're now admitting that 20% of the so-called cancers that mammograms are finding are going to go nowhere. That's right, yeah. They're ductal carcinoma in situ. Yeah, yeah, and women are getting double mastectomies because of that little, you know, DCIS thing, which is really a precancerous condition that probably isn't going to develop into anything serious. Exactly, and probably it's reversible. yeah. In, in fact, uh, I'll get to reversibility in a moment. Now, with prostate cancer, I was totally against the PSA until about a year ago when I heard a lecture at my meeting from a urologist say the PSA test for cancer is garbage. It's bogus. On the other hand, the PSA test is a good measure of inflammation. Okay. Now, as soon as he said that, bingo, a light went off in my head. Yeah. And I did an about face. Finally, at my own age, at that time I was 59, I did uh, a PSA test on me. Yeah. And my interest in it was, do I have inflammation? Because if you have high inflammation in an organ, that is, that's a precursor for cancer. Okay. So it doesn't mean you have cancer. No. It might be preventable. And it's exactly why a high PSA might mean you don't have cancer, but you have inflammation. Right. But you could have a PSA of 2 and have cancer because 2 indicates inflammation. I see. And this urologist says your PSA should be under 1. Okay. Well, mine came in at 0 0.4. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But I'm doing PSAs again now because if we can look and we see inflammation, it's treatable. Yeah, And we can bring the PSA down, and if we do that and lower the inflammation, we could lower the possibility of the development of cancer. Sure, get the risk down because uh, at least you recognize the problem and, and treat it. Well, that's a very good point, I think. Uh, and unfortunately, the mammograms don't have the same advantage of a PSA test because they show a lot of things that are, that are unimportant and that lead to treatment, which is much more harming and damaging than, than if you just leave it alone in, in many, many cases. Is that true? I think mammograms are a leading cause of mutilation of women. Yeah. And it's wonderful for the disease industry because it's given them megabucks. Yeah, here, here. I, I don't recommend mammograms under most circumstances. Yeah, I agree. I've begged women not to get them, including members of my own family. Yeah, I agree. Well, it has been wonderful talking to you, Dr. Rowan, and I, we're going to have to do this again. Obviously, you've got a lot more information than we can cover in one little short interview here, but it's just been great, and I, I appreciate your, your coming on and sharing with our folks because they've gotten a lot out of this. And uh, they will, lots of them are going to buy this book because I know I am, and it sounds very, very interesting. Again, it's They Own It All, Including You is the name of the book, and it's available from newpeopleorder.com. 
is the website, and the no phone number if you want to call them is 866-308-6235, and be sure to press option 6, and you'll get the book without having to go on the computer. Thank you so much, Dr. Rowan. It's been great. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. And we'll do this again soon, okay. all right? Thanks yep. a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to How to Live Cancer-Free with Bill Henderson.